On this episode of Scammer Stories, a woman needs help after giving tens of thousands of dollars to an immigration scam. Nobody could help her. She'd gone to everybody that she could think of and she was going to commit suicide. The woman, who's actually a doctor, just wanted to move her family back home to Canada. Her story led to another victim and on and on, launching what is now known as Scam Alert on Facebook. The suspected scammer in this story responded with threats. Scam Alert had their own response. Um, I'll keep this clean. was for her to go hump a camel, but I didn't use the word hump. <laughs> My name is April, and I talked about my mother's scammer in season one. Now we'll hear how a victim found an advocate that led to her happy ending. Had you started the Facebook page when this lady reached out to you? No, actually, I'd started it um, probably about two months, maybe just prior to this, you know, invited all my friends and family to come in and support me and mostly just more of a, you're not going to rip me off and get away with it kind of thing. And um, after about two months and, and, you know, like people started posting things and asking questions. And then I was just like, this actually seems like a lot more work than I really kind of anticipated or or really signed up for, um, even though I created the page. And I had seriously started contemplating whether I was going to stick with it and um, or if I was just going to deactivate the page and and just be done with scam alert and um, I'm an insomniac sometimes and uh, received a message at about three o'clock in the morning in February it was a woman um, which I learned later because the name I, I couldn't tell from the name if it was male or female reaching out and saying that she needed help nobody could help her she'd gone to everybody that she could think of and she was going to commit suicide and so that put me into total panic mode. I, I, I'm not a suicide prevention um, person. Uh, so I immediately um, looked uh, her profile up and, and discovered that she was actually in Saudi Arabia. So then that sent me into the internet trying to find suicide prevention in Saudi Arabia because I just didn't know what I was to do with this woman. Scam Alert hadn't moved into this territory until now. There's several things I've learned about Julie since interviewing her for this series on scam victims. She's smart, she's tenacious, and she's tough as nails. And while I was searching for all of those, I had just asked her to tell me her story and um, to get her talking about it and get her mind off of suicide. And then she started talking about trying to immigrate to Canada and how that she had found this immigration consultant on Facebook and led to the web site, which is called Canadian Immigration and Investment Consulting Corporation. And so she went and she did the test there and entered into a what she believed was um, a relationship with a certified immigration consultant for Canada. And there's a lot of strict rules around um, the consultants um, and who's allowed to charge money and who's not. They actually have a governing body for that. Before I go any further, I need to say that the details of this investigation are only from Scam Alert's side of the story. I did my due diligence by reaching out through an email on the website. I sent the email several weeks before this episode aired. I never heard back. So I think it was February, March, April, May. I started working with this victim and trying to discover and prove that Dr. Elizabeth Phillipson was actually a scammer, which proved to be pretty easy, actually. Some digging and 
confirming that it was actually that she was a fraud and then trying to help the victim get her money back. So there are actual immigration consultants. That's a real thing. Oh, absolutely. And um, and more times than not, um, it's actually lawyers will will help um, people. But in Canada, um, specifically, I'm not 100% certain how it works in the U.S. as far as consultants go. But you have to take a course. It, um, it costs about $10,000. You go to school for a year and you learn all about the immigration rules to immigrate into Canada. And you have to be licensed by our governing body. Julie with Scam Alert started her deep dive looking into the woman's qualifications. She thought maybe if she tracked down the physical location of her office, even if it was in a different country, she might be able to get more solid clues on the real identity of this woman. She had actually said what her name and uh, her number was for um, her certification. So I went directly to the website and checked it and came back as no known person with that certification. She would write multiple emails to this woman, the victim, um, probably, I think, a little over 400 emails. So we spend a lot of time trying to do it chronologically and reading through all of them to see exactly how did this happen? Like, how did Elizabeth Phillipson, this old lady, scam $26,000 from this victim? Julie spent countless hours researching and corresponding with Elizabeth, and the victim. And you see the bullying and the manipulation and the lies and the scare tactics that they use and employ all the time. And what astounded me the most was even when she was exposed, that's when she then turned on me. And she didn't know who I was. She was sending me death threats. She was having other people from Bahrain sending me death threats. And yeah, I said some, I don't know if I can say that on on the podcast. I'm allowed to say what I said to her, but um, we'll refrain and keep it clean for now. So that's um, basically what I did. I spent a lot of time researching the internet and everything that she said, every single thing that she said, I checked it. If she said that she was registered, I checked that. If she said that her lawyers were named Robert Duvall and John Aston, two very famous American actors, I even checked them on the Law Society of Canada's registration. Her address that she placed on her website, which is still active, by the way, was a virtual office. You know, people pay a $200 fee. They get an address. It has a phone number. You call that phone number and you say, hi, could I speak to Elizabeth the scammer? And they'll say, oh, we're sorry. She's not in right now. Um, Could we please have her call you or, you know, you leave us your message. And people pay $200 approximately a month for that virtual system. Her website had a different address as the registration. And it was actually a legitimate staffing company in the same building, just a different unit down the hall. So I called that staffing unit. And I was like, hi, I'd like to speak with Elizabeth Phillipson, please. And they're like, who? And I said, well, you know, Dr. Elizabeth Phillipson from, you know, the Canadian uh, immigration. And, and they're like, no, we're sorry. And I said, okay, can I have that in writing? It was time to take everything she had to the authorities in Canada. Um, I opened up files with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. I opened up files with our Canadian anti-fraud, opened up files with our Canadian Border Services to make them all aware and to see if they could help. Uh, What we got back was, uh, dude, that's really too bad. That's so sad. Come back when it's like $26 million that you've lost. $26,000 apparently is not viable to waste the energies of the police to go after one small scam. The news was a big letdown, but Julie wasn't giving up just yet. 
The only um, entity that kind of helped us was um, the Canadian Border Services. And uh, they kept saying, well, we just need a picture of her. Do you have a picture of her? And I said, no. We can't reveal exactly how, but Julie was able to get a picture of Elizabeth. We were able then to provide that to the police and the border services. So now she's on a watch list. She does hold a Canadian passport. She spends the majority of her time in Bahrain. And if she does actually try and come back into Canada, she will be detained at the border um, for her crimes. That's a huge feat. But the victim was still without her $26,000. So then the next thing was to try and see how we could get this money back. And that took probably about two weeks. Hey, Scammer Stories listeners, let's take a break from solving who's behind the keyboard and solve a mystery of a different kind. This one's much more fun. You can play Best Fiends right on your phone. Our world of busting scumbags and talking to victims or busting something else I hate, slugs. Ugh. Discover the world of Minutia and its cute and courageous inhabitants. Collect best fiends and level them up. Discover their special powers and battle the slugs of Mount Boom. I played the game myself because it was so easy to learn. You don't have to be a gamer. Plus, it's safe and absolutely stress-free. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Once I realized that uh, she had paid through PayPal, so I asked her to start a dispute with PayPal, which she did. And PayPal actually sided with the scammer on this one. And they did so because their policy is for goods and services. And so I had to prove that this was a service. This woman was providing a service illegally and that she was a scammer. And so then PayPal made the decision that they were going to pay 50% to the victim and 50% to this scammer based on this scammer ranting and raving and screaming and and typing all these ridiculous things into the dispute. So I had her copy and paste everything to me and then I would write the response and then she would copy and paste it back into her PayPal account. And I just asked a simple question. Please have Ms. Phillipson provide the application number from Canada Immigration. So of course she couldn't do that. PayPal still kind of was on the fence a little bit until I actually just went on the PayPal Facebook page and gave them every bit of information that I had and said, I'm a PayPal subscriber. And unless you want to do something, I'm going to quit being a member. And then I'm going to make your name look like mud as much as I can. I was actually also working with a producer from an expose TV show here in Canada at the time and used that as leverage. And I said, you know, PayPal could either do the right thing or I would make them look like dirt. So I got a call from one of the main people of of PayPal. He was an expert in resolving these types of issues. Gave him the story, faxed him all of the information, emailed it to him, everything again, told the story about the 10th time. And at that moment, he said, okay, we're going to give your victim her money back. And I'm like, all 26,000? And he said, yes. And he said, "Uh, I'll do it right now. And I thought, I'm not the most trusting person sometimes. So I thought, oh, well, I'll give them a day. I didn't want to tell the victim that she was going to get her money back. And the next morning I received a phone call from her and she says, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. She goes, PayPal, they gave me all my money back. 
she says, now I can come to Canada and you can, you can help me. And I'm like, absolutely. I'll help you. So I proceeded to then advocate for her. I had her sign an agreement with me um, as a non-licensed advocate. So on June 26th, she received all of her money back. I proceeded with her application uh, on the 27th. And by August the 5th, she and her family arrived in Canada. And they're both professionals, both doctors, her and her husband, and their three kids spoke perfect English. One of her children had actually been born here in Canada. This was key in getting the woman and her family back to North America. And they were actually permanent residents at one time in Canada. This never came up before. Remember, this was the first time both of the women had been through something like this and everything was new territory. When you are a permanent resident in Canada, you don't lose your status. Your card can expire, and they had left the country and gone back to their original country because her family, her father, was very ill, and uh, she needed to go and take care of her father. Their status had lapsed. They hadn't renewed their um, permanent resident status. And when she told me, I was like, wait a minute, you have a son who's a Canadian citizen? And she said, yes, when we lived there for two years before, why did you leave? Family illness. Did you tell Elizabeth that you were a permanent resident at one time? Yes, yes, I told her all of that. And as it turned out, it cost her and her family a total of $750. We completed the application within a week online, which every person immigrating to Canada, you just start plunking your name and your number and your credentials in there. And they spew it back and say, yep, send us 75 bucks. Oh, how many of you? A whole family. And you go through the process. And she actually entered Canada as a permanent resident. So try to wrap your mind around the roller coaster this woman was on. She's not an immigration expert. She thinks she hires one for a lot of money, only to figure out after thinking about taking her own life that all she needed to do was fill out an online application and send 75 bucks. We've all been through a story like this on a much smaller scale. We make a mountain out of a molehill, look back and think, if I only knew then. Didn't need a visa, didn't need a visitor's visa, just came back to Canada because this is where she had status to come back to. After that success story, Scam Alert got contacted about another case. And they said, I hope you realize that I don't have clients. I don't charge money. This is just a very unique case. And I said, unless, of course, they said it's from the same scammer. I said, then I would be interested in in talking to the victim. And they said, yeah, absolutely. It's the same scammer. And so I took on the second case. And this was a woman and her family from Egypt. She is an English second language teacher. Her husband is an engineer, highly qualified. They would also be able to enter into Canada um, on a skilled workers application because we're lacking in really skilled workers. And so... Elizabeth had stolen $17,000 from this other victim. And that one took me a little bit longer. PayPal was easy. I got $9,000 back from PayPal like that day. I just called my contact at PayPal and said, remember when we talked and I said that you really needed to scrutinize this woman's account because she's a criminal. If you didn't do that and I got another victim and I had the sense that I was going to get another victim, it's really not going to bode well for people having any trust in your ability to safeguard their money or that you're allowing scammers to profit on your site. And so got that $9,000 back and then had to take on MasterCard. It took me about a week 
to actually find the personal contact of MasterCard CEO International and uh, sent him all the documents that I had and said, this person is a scammer and PayPal did the right thing and you need to do the right thing because I'm dealing with MasterCard in Egypt and the rules over there are like, we have no idea how good we have it here. We phone up and we whine to MasterCard or to Visa and they'll give us a chargeback you know, fairly quickly, not so much in uh, Egypt. But eventually the uh, CEO of MasterCard got involved. His um, personal assistant uh, worked with us. We got all of her funds back for her. They've actually put their application to immigrate on hold um, at the moment. But these two women have become good friends of mine. They're on my on my personal Facebook page, and they're amazing. So I've been invited to um, my first victim's Canadian Citizenship Award when she um, goes to uh, get her, her certification that she's now a Canadian citizen. So that's pretty exciting. She's now teaching at an accredited medical school here in uh, Ontario, back east. So a really good feel-good story by the end of it. And I created an immigration page, like a scam immigration page to say, don't get scammed here. And two other people came forward um, on that page and said, oh, I just would like to check and see if this is this. And that was at the time I decided, yeah, and I've got to make this bigger. Scam alert was like growing. And so I posted the entire story on Scam Alert. And probably two days after I had, uh, I had posted it, I got a message on Scam Alert from Elizabeth. I just smiled when I saw her name. So she ranted and raved like the lunatic she proved to be, um, that it was her intellectual property and I must cease and desist and I must remove it immediately. And if I didn't, uh, she would ruin my life and she would have Scam Alert taken off Facebook. And I'm like, oh lady, I try and get you scammers off of Facebook all the time and I have no luck half the time. And I said, so please spare me your rhetoric. My short answer to her was uh, no. And then my second answer, um, I'll keep this clean, was for her to go hump a camel. But I didn't use the word hump. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, she went a little ballistic. And um, and then the next thing I know, um, I'm starting to get death threats from all these IP addresses in Bahrain and, and Saudi. And Each time she gets a threatening email, she responds with a thank you for giving me your IP address. I now know where you are and have given the information to authorities. But that site is still up. I've had the trust score reduced to 1% and I've done a few reviews on uh, on the Google reviews. Yeah, and then she changed her name also from Dr. Elizabeth Phillipson to Dr. Elizabeth Phillip. Same person, same scam, same tactics, same threats. That's the thing that scammers like to do. They like to put fear in their victims. And if there's a language barrier or an age uh, issue, then they're more susceptible and they use that. They know that these criminals know exactly what they need to say and how they need to say it in order to scare you and, and make you believe them You know more than your own common sense is telling you. Again, what we've learned in this episode is a running theme throughout this podcast. If you're desperate for anything, love, a home, moving to a new country, or maybe you're ill, you are vulnerable to scumbags. And groups like Scam Alert are a huge addition in the fight. Many people have been asking for an update on my mother, who was scammed by a romance scumbag. She's on her third treatment for ovarian cancer now, and this one's experimental. 
We haven't seen each other since before I learned about her scam. She's so sick, she can't travel, and she's living far away, and it's just complicated. If you'd like to share your story, I want to hear from you. I want to spread the word about every kind of scam out there. Email me at scammerstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, scammer warriors.